Hello, and welcome to the Viva podcast. My name is Jarrell. I'm Rachel. Thank you for joining us. Welcome to anyone new and glad that you're with us for anyone who's returning. Yay. Welcome back. <laughs> welcome to the back. OGs. To the, oh, <laughs> I got like, I've never actually watched the show, but when you said that, I was mm. like, the whole thing with like, welcome to the OC. Uh, I thought you were doing something like that. I was like, oh, no. I didn't realize we had gone there. No, no, <laughs> but, no. Okay. And it's weird that I thought of that because I never actually saw the show. Yeah, that's really random. It is referenced in a Gilmore Girls episode, uh, which is why I know it. I mean, <laughs> but also is a deep cut. So yeah, I like the, the fact that you were called that and that was the reference is still kind of deep. I actually even just inferred it. They mm. do a spin on it, and I just inferred that it was from the OC. And so I'm assuming <laughs> that'll be funny later that I'm right. I think uh, I'm right. So maybe this was all just a moot point, and actually, it's not an OC reference at all. Touche. We want to talk about assumptions today, though. Nice segue that wasn't intended. Mm. And not in the obvious way where the old joke of, if you assume it makes an ass out of you and me, <laughs> which normally I really enjoy puns, but that I feel is just so overused that I can't laugh at that anymore. Really? Still? Also, yeah, also because it's not right in the sense of like, hmm. it just, first of all, I hate you as just the letter U. <laughs> like when people it's like, what? That. Yeah, you know when people use it in text? Or like shorthand messages. Sure. I hate that so much. <laughs> because it's not a long word. So just. Just on principle. Yeah, someone referencing you letter. and you knowing that it's just the letter is very. Yeah. Tricky. So that's part of it. Okay. But then it's also you're adding the out of in there. Like why can't it be you make an ass in you and me or because of, I don't know. It just I don't, very, I don't love how we got there. This is a very different podcast episode than I yeah, thought it was going to be. How we got there. So I don't love that pun, <laughs> but you can feel free to make it if you would like to. But the general sentiment is the same. And that mm-hmm. assuming is generally problematic. And I say generally because nothing is a problem all the time. And we make assumptions literally all day long. Sure. That if we questioned everything that we just kind of thought and it came into our head, that's all we would do right? Like you walk outside and you're like, oh, it's cold, but is it really cold? Is it not chilly? AccuWeather does this thing now, by the way. Another, this is a complete tangent. Mm. But if you go on AccuWeather and you tap into, if you open the hourly forecast and you click on one of the hours, have Mm. you seen this recently? Do you check AccuWeather regularly? I do, but I've not seen this feature. If you go to the hourly forecast and you click like, I don't know, five o'clock, It'll tell you the real feel, which I'm already with the real feel. Like, how do you know what I feel like? Speaking of assumptions, AccuWeather is assuming how the weather feels to me. But then they go one step further. And in parentheses, they have like a value judgment on it. So if I'm clicking, yeah. So if I'm Mm. clicking like 7 p.m. in New York City, it says real feel 20 parentheses, very cold. What? Mm. What if I don't think that's very cold? What if I just think that's cold? But if you go to, you scroll and you're just like, okay, let me find a 22 degree hour. It then says real feel nine in parentheses, quite cold. So it's quite <laughs> cold, colder than very cold. 
Yeah, I found one. There was one that was chilly. I don't want to know. I don't know what the scale is. So it's very interesting. And it's also wrong, which has always bothered me. And I think it's because AccuWeather is assuming how this weather feels to me. And you know what? There's an actual measurement for real feel. Yes. I know it's with the wind chill and everything, yeah. but like the fact that they call it real feel, like you yeah. don't know how I feel. I <laughs> don't tell it. me how I feel. And now it's gotten worse because they're like assigning a label to it. Like, right, right, right. Very cold, quite cold. What? So all of this between this and like the welcome to the OC reference from the Gilmore Girls group, I'm going to think like I have way too much time on my hands. And to that, I say, listen, we're still in a pandemic. You do what you can. But point being is that this whole like ridiculous weather tangent is actually our way of introducing this idea of that your experience is not necessarily someone else's experience. Like we're going to take this to be a little bit more meaningful than just the weather right now. <laughs> we do that all the time in our daily assumptions that we make as we go through the day, right? That you know, we might say, oh, I'm going to text this person at this time because I think they're probably having lunch now and they might be free, right? We're assuming that their lunch hour is the same as our lunch hour or that they have lunch around the average time that most of us have lunch, right? And I think these are things that we have to do in order to save some brain power, but we want to take it to be a little bit bigger in that in the larger like themes of life, this becomes really problematic. And this became a podcast idea because of course, like everything relates to this. It all goes back to the pandemic because it's just the world we live in. Whereas people are kind of saying like, Hey, listen, it should be the end because this is my experience and I feel safe. And when my family got sick, it wasn't that bad. And all the things that you're hearing from friends, family, maybe just people who are complaining on social media and it's just kind of this idea of like, well, but just because that's your experience doesn't mean that's everyone's experience. And so maybe, maybe you're an isolated case, right? Maybe everybody doesn't feel like you, or maybe you're part of a small group. And so that's how the idea of this came out. But I think it also just applies really generally, and especially just how we navigate relationships. So I figured this was a good topic to discuss and also maybe just introduce a different perspective of looking at the world, like maybe not everyone sees things the same way you do. Right. And I'll add just to like, uh, sort of back it up a little bit, is that the assumptions is really also just biased thinking. And I just kind of wanted to put it out there that, as you were saying, biased thinking is normal and we are self-biased. Um, like that's how our brains work. That's usually where we start. Um, obviously individual differences happen and certain reasons that people become different ways, but um, we tend to think from our own experience first and our own filter first. And so it's natural to make some assumptions. Um, but the bigger point is that, like you were saying, Rachel, that you have to be aware that one, that you are making an assumption and that like your perspective or filter is not fact. So that's number one. And then, or the only way, and then two, thinking about how you behave from the base of your assumption and how that might be, and how that might be impacting someone else, if that makes sense. Yeah. This idea of that it's going to be normal to 
jump to conclusions or not even jump to yeah. conclusions, but just like make your first thought or mm-hmm. judgment on something based on your experience, but mm-hmm. also getting into the practice of pausing and being like, well, but what if that's not what's happening? Yeah. Right. Questioning it. Yeah. Um, you know, and that doesn't mean question everything you think. Like I think right. some assumptions are valid, right? If you walk into a room and see someone crying, perhaps you can assume they're having a hard time. Right. But you maybe shouldn't assume why they're having a hard time or that it's something that if they say like, oh, this is why I'm having a hard time. Maybe you just don't like your experience on that is not necessarily there. So maybe your relationship to the thing that they're really upset over isn't the same as theirs. And so maybe you shouldn't judge the fact that they're crying. Mm-hmm. Right? It's kind of that idea of like acknowledging that your original thought is biased and then questioning it of like, well, is that actually what's going on here? And if you say yes, I would say, how do you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that's like a big question to ask too, is that if you accept something as truth, it's almost like, you know, math, like in school where I used to get very salty when people would say, they'd be like, show your work. And I'm like, why do I have to show my work? I know that this is the answer. Leave me alone. Mm-hmm. But it's this idea of like, show your work, right? If you're saying I'm making this assumption that this person's experience is the same as mine, or I'm making the assumption that my experience is the same as the masses. Okay. How do you know? Mm-hmm. And then if you have an answer, cool, like go forth and assume. But if you don't know or can't show your work, then maybe that's something that you can say, huh, let me enter the situation in with an open mind and be open to the possibility that perhaps like I'm not correct here. Yeah. I, I, I just think that now I'm just spiraling into thought to just about conversations on social media. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking like, man, <laughs> we'd be like, we'd just be saved so much if one, everyone wasn't trying to have a hot take. And then two, that people weren't assuming that their hot take was correct. Right. Right. I feel like there's a lot of situations, especially on social media, but also just in life where I want to just like hold up, you know, the meme with the guy that holds the sign. The, the like hipster guy, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. There's because there's a couple. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I don't understand what the point of this is, but it's like a meme where the guy holds a sign. Mm -hmm. Right. So I want him to just like walk around to these conversations and hold up the sign that just says both of these things can be true. Like both are true. <laughs> because someone will say something, it's like, oh, blah, 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 blah. And then someone comes back and, and then I'm thinking like, yeah, but you're both correct. Cause that's both your experience, right? Like both of these things can be true. And that happens. And I don't really want to give an example because I don't want to wade into like political territory but there's a lot of things that are debates in our society that are political in nature that like both are true right okay I can't help myself I'm gonna do it Um, this idea that's floating around New York and also a lot of other big cities that have seen a rise in crime where there are two groups of people that are seemingly fighting with each other whereas one is saying oh, we need to fight this rise in crime. People need to feel safe. And then someone else is like, okay, right. But, you know, social justice and like there needs to be a significant decrease in unfair policing. And people are arguing with each other. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. well, but both of those things are actually true. Yeah. Right. And so depending on your own experience is what you might feel more strongly about or like Mm -hmm. more passionately about or more emotional about. But like actually fundamentally, both of those are true. Like people should feel safe. And also- Black people should not be assaulted by cops. Right. Right. I, you can hold both of those ideas at the same time. And I think that happens a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, 
with a lot of the debates you see going back and forth with like, but what about this? It's like, okay, what about that, right? Like, unless you're debating scientific fact, oftentimes both sides are true. Mm-hmm. And I think why we get angry is because we don't realize that your just because your experience is one thing doesn't mean someone else's is that thing. Mm-hmm. And also that doesn't make your experience any less valid just because someone else sees it differently than you do. Right. And people don't realize that. And so everybody's like getting all hot and bothered all over social media and like losing their minds. Yeah. I mean, this is that whole idea of both of these things can be true is just such a funny like therapist credo. Um, also Taylor Swift lyrics. I just had to throw that out there. Her therapist probably told her. Just uh, there's a whole like, <laughs> I will put a disclaimer on this is like, I can't get into like the Swifty culture on the internet. Cause like- It's they- a lot. There was a deep dive about why people believe that she's releasing an album that never got released from like 2016. And it was like pages of like deep dives into this poor woman's personal life. And I'm like, I really hope she releases this album, but like, I can't get behind this. But all of this to say is that like when the song came out, there was like a whole like fan theory about that she had like recently been to therapy and like this is part of it just because of the nature of how the songs changed. Yeah. Including that line. And so yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah, yeah. Um, But yeah, I I just think it's like a very, the the reason that like most therapists say that is because it is true. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it's, there are very few sort of like either or things in life and it's life is largely gray and sometimes we get so caught up in thinking that what we think or what we feel about something is correct that we refuse to even consider someone else's position or someone else's experience and I think the reason why that's really troubling is that one I think to your point Rachel that can obviously have very big social and societal implications, right? If like people aren't really accurately assessing the situation comprehensively, then it one, it becomes this either or thing and then everyone loses <laughs> and we don't find like a really good solution. Or, and on an individual level, it's like you start to alienate the people around you and invalidate their experiences. And that is going to cost relationships yeah that's a good point I see this a lot when I work with couples I was gonna say you work with couples so you know yeah this is one of the hardest things for people to accept it's funny when it always comes up in sessions eventually and it's one of the hardest things for people to accept and it's not even just couples therapy it's like anyone who ever talks to me about their partner Mm -hmm. this always comes up Mm -hmm. I say to people don't assume the person knows until you tell them yeah. And people's minds are blown. And I will, <laughs> I don't know why this example is always so salient in my head, but I had a client who was just like really stressed about her partner, like never offering to help with the dishwasher or like laundry or like household chores. Mm. And she was talking about how it made her feel that she felt like taken advantage of and like he only valued her for like her household contributions and et cetera, et cetera. Like, you know, kind of the stereotypical complaint. And I said, like, how do you know? that he sees it the same way you do like what if he's just like it's a dishwasher like what's the big deal and she like it was like I told her like aliens were in the room yeah (laughs) and I'm like you know how you're viewing 
the situation and the meaning you're putting on it is very individualized. You might have people who agree with you, but you'll also have people who are like, yeah, that's too much meaning for a freaking dishwasher. Mm -hmm. And you shouldn't assume that someone knows how you feel about something, even if it is the most obvious thing in the world to you. Don't assume they know until you tell them like, and as someone who is married, I will tell you that has come up a lot where I'll say something and my husband looks at me like, oh, I never would have thought of it that way. And right. in my head, I'm like, what is wrong with you then? <laughs> but, it's, but it's also true, right? That yeah. just because I hold tight to the, how this situation should be perceived doesn't mean he's even considered it. Right. And so right. for me to get angry of like, oh, you did this, I'm making this assumption that it means the same thing to him when in reality he might just be like it's a dishwasher like what's the big deal not like this dishwasher symbolizes the entire state of our relationship and he's over here like it's a place that holds dishes right that was my story but you know full circle yeah yeah that's so true is that idea that like um people when you're assuming you're you're actually robbing you know the other person of their experience and of their own meaning of their experience uh, and I think that's a really like, you know, straightforward everyday example of how it's just, and that's why, it's, that's why I said the bit earlier about how natural it is. It's just like, that's, we all have that capacity to think that way, right? Cause we're just operating from our own systems. Uh, but yeah, it's just really interesting how in all the ways that comes up, but cause I've also had that same experience, uh, with a client in session you know, we'll be talking about some relationship difficulty, even something that's a lot more meaningful, in my opinion, than the dishwasher situation, right? Something that I'm like, yeah, that's kind of a big deal. And, and, you know, even against my own personal value, I sometimes will say, well, have you considered that that thing isn't that important to your partner or to your family member? And shock, shock and aghast (laughs) you know it's just like what like it must be that's like I'm like no you can't assume that you can't assume that that person attaches the same meaning even if you think it's super 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 normal what you think and feel it's just like people that's the beauty of people I think like I that's I find that fascinating and amazing about people is that we see the world so differently we have different perspectives on so much um, and we have different me- we attach different meanings to different things. And it's kind of like you never really know until it goes said, until it's offered, like why someone thinks the way they think or what they think about something. It's really fascinating. Yeah. And my other favorite mind blowing line that I've actually only said to one couple because they used to yell in session. And at one point I had to <laughs> yell back at them, where at one point I said to them, like, do you want to be right or do you want to be married? Yeah. Because that was the whole thing is that people, argue about like well but my perspective is correct and like your perspective like how do you even think that like what's wrong with you that you don't see the value in this and it's like okay what are you trying to do here right are you trying to be correct or are you trying to keep the relationship together because if you're trying to be correct then by all means have at it you're mm-hmm. not going to win an argument because no one's ever convincing someone of this mm-hmm. but if you're trying to keep the relationship together like take a step back and just ask yourself why you're holding so strongly to this idea that your belief is correct when someone else is just as strongly saying like, no, this is how I see it. Mm-hmm. Why assume that your loved ones, and this isn't just a romantic partner, but friends, family, why assume that they're 
evil, right? Because basically mm-hmm. what you're saying is you're no, that they know how you felt about this thing. They see it the same way and therefore they still took a hurtful action. Right, which means... <laughs> Which means that you believe your partner's malicious in their behavior towards right. you. Right. And which then I feel like, like you what? have different problems. <laughs> right. Like what? Right. Uh, which but is yeah. different than being hurt by what they did. Right. That's right? very like, different. You can say, hey, I don't think you did this intentionally, but it still hurt my feelings. Like that's a much healthier conversation. Mm-hmm. If you're coming from a place of like, I'm not assuming you see the situation the same way. So I'm going to tell you how it is. And we're going to talk about it with the idea of that. Like, I accept that you might not have seen it the same way, but I want to talk about how I saw it mm-hmm. versus trying to convince them that they should have seen it the same way you did. Like right. it's a nuanced situation but I also think it's like it's a really important distinction of how you approach just anyone in your life right like why are we coming in hot don't assume that they saw it the same way you did well right because then if you so if we follow that thread right you you say oh this person knew I felt this should know or knew that I felt this strongly about this thing and they did it anyway which then means they maliciously tried to hurt me which also means they're a terrible person which also probably means I'm a terrible person for picking them which also means they will continue to hurt me if I continue to stay with them and also means that you now see this person as someone who's like willing to actively hurt you that is not good for that relationship (laughs) no I'm like what a slope we've gone down (laughs) that but that's but yeah like that's I don't think people understand how quickly those we do that in our minds right? Where we can like continue to pull that thread or spiral down and because you're attaching a meaning on it, but that is already from the jump starting with an assumption, mm-hmm. right? And that's why it's so dangerous because then here you are in whatever the context of that relationship being like, oh, like, man, this person doesn't give a shit about me or like they, they can do, they feel like they can do whatever to me or with me or whatever, right? And then you have the other person thinking, oh, like maybe I'm just a terrible person and I do this. <laughs> I hurt people, even though they mean something to me. And I guess maybe I meant to do it. I don't know. And so then you're like, okay, this is, this is how you deteriorate a relationship. One of the ways it's just like working. And that all started from that assumption is, instead of assuming what that other person was doing, it's so much better to, to share your experience and ask. Like, this is what I felt. This is what I experienced. What was, what were you thinking in this moment? Like, what was your intention? Or did you even, did you consider this from my perspective or did you have a different opinion? Because then you get to start from a place in which, from which you can build as opposed to just like very easily deteriorate things. Right. The whole question piece is, I feel like just key because Mm -hmm. rather than assume ask a question. Did you know this thing was important to me? Mm -hmm. Or have you considered folding the laundry, right? Like, Mm -hmm. don't just, it goes back to this idea of don't assume, don't assume that the person views a situation the same way you do, because more often than not, it's that they don't. Right. You have no idea how many times like people have done that. And they come back and say like, oh, that person was just like blown away by how I viewed the situation and they felt bad and they apologized. And it can be that simple mm-hmm. to just say like, oh my God, I never considered that you would take that this way. Or like, oh, I didn't even realize that I was so focused 
on whatever. And I think that's an important piece too. Like people have their own shit going on Yep. and it's not an excuse to be like willfully ignorant, mm-hmm. but like they're going to miss things that are happening to you because Absolutely. you know more about what's going on for you than they do. Cause you are you. And so go with that idea, right? If you're going to assume something, assume that it is a mistake as opposed to assuming that it was malicious because often it's that, that somebody was just like, oh, that just like went right over my head. You're like, you're right. You got a point. Like, I understand that, but like totally missed that. And that's because they have other stuff going on or just, they don't see something the same way you do, or they're not living in your person. And so they don't know how you felt about something. Mm-hmm. And that's anything from like an offhanded comment someone close to you makes to social media arguments, which like, maybe this is a different topic, but you probably shouldn't be getting into those anyway. Um, (laughs) just, we'll do a social psychology lesson later on like why that's actually a really huge waste of your time, Mm -hmm. but just assume going into as many situations as possible. If you want to assume something, assume people don't see it the same way you do because everyone's experience is so different and so subjective that it is just much safer to say, okay, well, this person probably doesn't view this the same way I do because we're different people with different life experiences. Mm -hmm. And then ask. Right. Ask a question, confirm. Questions are just great. This is like the best tool in interacting with people. Ask questions. If you think someone meant to be an asshole, you can even ask like, hey, did you mean to be an asshole right now? You know, that's a little bit loaded. But ask a question, right? Just even before, I think that would be like the best takeaway practical tip. When you find yourself getting upset, pause. And instead of expressing a statement, put a question at the end of that. Yeah. And then maybe you'll realize like, oh, this, I'm just going to get a simple apology because it was a misunderstanding and that'll be the end of it. And then you can take a deep breath and move on with your day. Yeah. Can I also t- like take a, a little brief tangent here? Because right. I think we've been talking about this in one particular way. Will it be a better tangent than AccuWeather and their judgment <laughs> of weather? Yes, for sure. But fine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so like we've been obviously been talking about this in the context of like misunderstandings right but I also wanted to sort of reference some high profile news situations that have happened right so we had I think she was a Miss USA who died by suicide recently right there in that situation there was an assumption this is often an assumption we make um, about people especially about black women that because they are doing and achieving that they are okay. So again, it's just so important, whether it's about a misunderstanding or it's about someone's mental health and how they're doing, don't assume based on just what you see, how someone is, how they're doing, what they're thinking, what they're feeling. Always ask, always ask the question. Obviously you can't control what someone shares with you or doesn't, But all I know is, is that if we ask the questions, whether it is that serious a situation or something like the dishwasher, is that you, you get to understand where the other person is in that moment and you create an opportunity that there could be better understanding. There could be potential resolution or problem solving or support or whatever, but you never get that if you just assume like superficially. So I, I just wanted to put that out there too, because I think that's, that has also been on a lot of people's minds 
And it, as we were talking, it just came to me. I was like, this is another way in which assuming is, is not the best course of action. Yeah, that's a really good point is that, and I would actually almost flip that a little bit too, is that I think it's fair in the context of an interpersonal relationship to assume status quo until you hear otherwise, right? Like I'm thinking of the people who every five seconds think their best friend or their partner or their whatever family member is mad at them. Mm. Like maybe you can assume everything's fine unless someone tells you that it's not. But in the context of how someone is doing, I would say the opposite. Like don't assume status quo until you've said like, hey, how are you? Right. Right, like don't assume that just because they're meeting you for dinner and so therefore you can talk about, you know, whatever happenings going on and without actually being like, how are you? Don't assume they're fine. Yep. And I just think that's like a kind of an important context to put that in of like, it doesn't mean that you're always on thin ice or something's always a catastrophe. Right. But actually, even as I say this, I think it's a good idea to, especially in the context of um, committed partnerships, like in whatever that looks like. Spend some time where you're allowed to freely talk in a more meaningful way because right. maybe things aren't fine or maybe things are fine, but there's something that's not fine with the person or not right. great, right? right? Or maybe that could even be better. And I think it's, right. just, again, not assuming. Like you should always have that space with your people mm-hmm. to be able to have open conversations and maybe everything is fine, but maybe it's not. And if you have that space, you're more likely to find out. Yeah, for sure. I just think there's a lot of power in you know being able to especially I know this is harder these days but to be able to look someone you care about in the eye and ask a question mm-hmm. right it's just like because you can get beyond the superficiality of like the basic how are you mm-hmm. right um if you're sitting across from someone who you know like cares about you you care about them and you ask that question you're going to get data right right? You're going to, like, maybe their eye does something weird or the energy shifts a little bit, or you're like, "Hmm, you you said you're okay, but you kind of seem whatever, right? Then there's the space that you have to, like, figure out what's really happening. And you never get to do that if you only rely on your assumption of what you believe to be true. Yeah. And even as you say that, like, I have, I feel like this is already very long, but I have another point in that I think sometimes assumptions equal the slow deterioration of relationships sometimes Mm -hmm. where things might feel off to you for one reason or another, or someone's not calling or texting or making time as much. You're not seeing them as often, or, you know, maybe you don't feel as connected for whatever reason. And you're assuming like, oh, well, they're mad or like, oh, well, this is not what it used to be. And maybe it has nothing to do with you, or maybe it's something you can work out, right? I think that happens a lot. People don't talk to each other. They assume that there's like a riff and it's because of one thing, but in reality, it's something else. Like you actually don't know how someone feels about the state of your relationship unless you ask them, right? Like, how do you feel about the state of the relationship? And maybe not even that literally, but, or like I said, you assume that like, oh, this person had, I haven't heard from them in a while. And so they must be mad at me or I must not be as important to them. Whereas in reality, maybe they just have something going on with them. And it's funny because it creates this like awful feedback loop where you might be assuming that they're pulling back intentionally or not because they don't want to hear from you or maybe they are struggling. Mm -hmm. And then you're pulling back at a time where maybe they would need somebody to push and be like, Hey, I'm still 
I'm still here. Are you sure? Are we okay? Are you okay? I don't want to just assume and ignore you because maybe things aren't okay. And maybe you need me to be the one to push as opposed to me being like, oh man, they're not as present. Must be that they don't want to hear from me. Okay. Bye. Mm -hmm. It's not a great situation, but I feel like that happens a lot and it's not good. For sure. I would like to assume that everyone listening enjoyed this podcast. You should not. But I would like to um, because it was just so great. But maybe you didn't feel free to leave a rating or review, but only if you liked it. Like one star reviews make us sad. That's true. On iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts, new episodes drop every other Wednesday. And we hope you will join us next time. Bye.